Welcome to this edition of Back to Basics with Pastor Brian Broderson. Satan is working among men. He works through political systems, educational processes. He works through things like the media, entertainment industry. Wherever you have fallen sinful people that he can influence and people who are in places of power or recognition where they can influence others, you can be certain that he is active there. Today on Back to Basics, Pastor Brian continues his study in the book of Ephesians. Join us as Pastor Brian begins his teaching on Ephesians, chapter 6, verses 10 through 13, in a message titled, The God of This Age. Now, here's Pastor Brian. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against a host of wicked spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for the saints. All right, so we're continuing to make our way through Ephesians. We're we're coming to the end of this great epistle that we've been studying for quite some time now. And we've also entered into this series on the subject of spiritual warfare. So we're, we're in the beginning stages of the series. And we talked initially about just the realization, the fact that we are in a spiritual battle. We looked a little bit at our enemy, got to get a, a better understanding biblically of, of just who Satan is and these principalities and powers and we want to continue on with that a little bit today. So, you know, it's, it's a little bit tough. I know you come to church and you hear a message about the devil, you know, and it's like, <laughs> wait, is that right? But, well, of course, you're not going to really hear about him anywhere else. And, but we need, to, we need to understand these things because uh, he is our adversary. He is opposing God. He's opposing the advancement of the kingdom of God. He's opposing the work of the Spirit of God in our lives. So it, uh, it behooves us to know a little bit about him. So we're going to look a little bit further into that today. So previously, we learned that we're in the spiritual battle. We learned about our adversary, the devil. We learned that he is exceedingly powerful that he is uh, ultra-intelligent, he's thoroughly wicked, and forever the enemy of God and man. And we also saw in the passage that we read together today, uh, we looked at it 
previously that he is the ruler. He and these evil forces are the ones who are actually ruling over the world. So what I want to do today is draw your attention now more specifically to his activity in the world. What, what are the things that, that he is doing? And believe it or not, you might be shocked to find this out, but the devil is, is working in, sometimes in the realm of nature through what we would often call natural disaster. Sometimes Satan can actually be the, the force behind those kinds of things. He's working in the world uh, societally. Uh, he's orchestrating the philosophies and things that, that govern the societies uh, throughout the world. And then he's also working in the realm of religion. And so those are the three areas that we want to consider today. So the, the reason, again, that this is important also is to, to be able to understand ourselves and then maybe give an explanation to others why the world is in the condition that it's in. Because we hear people all the time criticizing our faith, saying things like, well, you know, if God is good like you say, if God is love like you say, then why is the world in the state that it's in? Well, the devil is the explanation for that. Yes, God is good. Yes, he is loving. Yes, he did create the world in, in a state of perfection. It was all good, but something happened. And that thing that happened has everything to do with this person that we are looking at today, this person commonly called the devil. So let's look first at the devil's work in the realm of nature. Did you know that Satan has a degree of power over nature? Do, do we know that? Do we understand that? And when we get word of... Uh, some catastrophic thing that's happened, maybe a great earthquake and a resulting tsunami or, or a powerful hurricane or tornadoes ripping through a, a region and, and destroying so many lives or flooding, the, these kinds of things that we hear about rather frequently, do we realize that many of these things are in reality a result of the devil's activity. Now, I'm not saying that every time there is an earthquake or every time there is a hurricane or some natural sort of disaster that on every occasion that that is the devil. That, that's not true. But I think his hand is in these things more than we would often think. Now, we know that there are times when a judgment like this, a catastrophic, cataclysmic kind of a judgment, we know that there are times when God is directly responsible. We have biblical examples of that. Of course, the greatest example would be the flood. God was the one who brought a flood upon the earth and destroyed uh, the majority of humanity because of sin. And then we have uh, another example in the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah recorded for us in the, the 19th chapter of the book of Genesis, this fire and brimstone that's coming down, that's being rained down from heaven. Uh, we also have an example of it in the destruction of Egypt through the plagues. 
So in each one of those cases, of course, God was the one who was bringing a judgment and he was using natural disaster, if you will, to bring that judgment. So some disasters are the result of God's judgment. Some disasters are truly natural. They are natural. There's no spiritual force manipulating nature. It's just something that naturally occurs because we live in a world that is subject to this kind of decay and corruption. So sometimes it's God. Sometimes it's just a natural course of events. But there are times, as I said, when certain things that appear to be natural can be orchestrated by Satan. And the Bible does show us on a number of occasions that he has the ability to manipulate nature. Let me give you an example here. In the book of Job, in the first chapter, it's an, it's an interesting scene because God is there in heaven and Satan appears before God. And God asks Satan the question, where have you been? What have, what have you been doing? He says, I've been going to and fro in the earth. I've been going up and down in it. And God says, oh, have, have you considered my servant Job? Satan responds and he says, oh, yes, Job. Yes, I, I've considered him. But I can't get to him because you put a hedge around him, around his family, around everything that uh, belongs to him. Uh, you're protecting him. But if you would, this is Satan speaking, he says to God, he says, but if you would pull back that protection and let me get at him, he would curse you to your face. In other words, Satan is saying, Job is only serving you because you've blessed him. You take away that blessing and he'll curse you. So God says, okay, well, here's what we'll do. I'll let you have Adam, but but you can't touch his physical being. But you can you can attack him. God gives, God gives the permission. And so then we leave the heavenly scene and the next thing we find ourselves there looking at the life of Job and his experience. So now suddenly Job, this blessed man, this wealthy man, this prosperous man, suddenly he finds all kinds of things are, are happening to him that are destructive. And, and two of the things that happen are directly related to what we're talking about here. So at one point, as the servants reported it, there was fire from God that came down from heaven and consumed your flocks and consumed your servants. So there was a, apparently a, like a lightning storm. Secondly, Servants come and report, your sons and your daughters, they were all in the house together. They were celebrating together. They were enjoying uh, each other's company. And a mighty wind came from the wilderness and blew the house down and destroyed the house. And your children are all dead. That was the report that came to Job. Now, you see, in the story as it proceeds, we see that Satan is the one who's manipulating nature to bring about the fire from God, as it was called, the lightning storm that destroyed, and also to bring about whatever it might have been, a a tornado or, or whatever it was that brought the house down that destroyed or that killed the children of Job. 
So in, right there, we see that Satan has a certain amount of power over nature. When we come to the New Testament, we find an interesting thing in the Gospel of Mark where Jesus is out on the Sea of Galilee with his disciples. And it tells us there in the 36th verse of the fourth chapter that there was a great windstorm that arose and the waves beat into the boat. And you've probably read that story. Jesus is asleep there at the front of the little boat and there's this storm. The disciples are convinced they're about to perish. They're crying out. Jesus stands up and it says this. It says, he arose and he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. Now, the interesting thing is that the word that is used here, the Greek word Jesus rebuked is the exact same word that is used whenever Jesus dealt with demonic spirits. So whenever Jesus was in encountered a person who was under the control of the devil. And we read there that he rebuked the evil spirit. It's the same word. So what we see here is that the sea being agitated to the point where the lives of the disciples and Jesus was in jeopardy. This wasn't merely a natural occurrence, apparently. It was being manipulated by Satan behind the scenes. Satan was trying to destroy Jesus and the disciples. So my whole point is simply this, that we make a mistake if we fail to see that there are certain occasions when Satan is behind these kinds of things, storms, earthquakes, tornadoes, hurricanes, floods, like I said, we commonly refer to these as natural disasters or the insurance companies uh, refer to them as acts of God. That's their way of not being obligated. Hey, hey, God did it. We can't, you know, we don't really cover acts of God. That's uh, literally their argument. But we see here that sometimes these uh, activities are directly related to the devil. My personal opinion is that the devil has a hand in these things more often than we'd like to think. And there are two reasons why I believe this. Number one, Revelation 9-11 refers to Satan as Apollyon, and the name Apollyon means destroyer. This is what the devil does. He's a destroyer. And of course, this is what happens in these kinds of cataclysmic, catastrophic types of things, right? And so in these things where we see this death and we see this destruction, this fits perfectly with what the devil does. And then secondly, in Revelation 13, 1, we read about the blasphemy that originates from the devil. And this is usually the response of people to these kinds of things. Isn't it true that so often people say, well, you know, how do you explain the tsunami? How do you explain the earthquake? How do you explain this destructive force of nature in light of your good and loving God? And isn't it true that the atheists themselves often use these kinds of things as part of their argument against their being a loving God? Well, if there's a loving God, why does he let these kinds of things happen? So you see, there's destruction, there's blasphemy. Satan is 
responsible for those things uh, himself so often. So we see that he is working sometimes in the realm of nature. But then also, we must recognize the devil's work in society. Satan is working among men. He works through political systems, educational processes. He works through things like the media. He works through entertainment industry. Wherever you have fallen sinful people that he can influence and people who are in places of power or recognition where they can influence others, you can be certain that he is active there. And it's important for us to understand this because sometimes we make the mistakes, even though we have a Bible, even though this stuff is spelled out for us here in the scriptures, sometimes we make the mistake of viewing a lot of what goes on around us as merely political or politically or socially related. And that's a mistake. If we fail to see that there's a spiritual force behind the scene. Remember in Ephesians 2.2, Satan is controlling the course of this world. That's what Paul tells us. The course of this world, the fads, the fashions, the philosophies, the ideas that seem to originate just in the minds of men, there's, there's an evil mind behind all of this that, that's manipulating it as well. And so whether it's political, social, educational, religious, business, or otherwise, the devil is at work. Never forget this. Satan said to Jesus regarding the kingdoms of the world, he said, they are mine and I can give them to whomever I wish. Jesus didn't contend that. Remember in the story of the temptation when Jesus was being tempted by the enemy, it says that Satan took him to a high place and he showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their splendor. And he said, all these belong to me and I will give them to you if you will but bow down and worship me. So Jesus didn't dispute that claim because the Bible does teach that. Now, of course, the Bible also teaches that ultimately God is sovereign and even Satan is subject to the authority of God even though he doesn't recognize it. But in a sense, the immediate control of much of the world is under the devil himself. So the world's promotion, we can see it in these things, the world's promotion of humanism, materialism, hedonism, narcissism, idolatry, all of these show the work of the devil behind the scenes. Think about it. Think about humanism. What is, what is humanism? Humanism is the idea that man is the ultimate. Man is all there is. Man is the measure. There's no need for God. Human reason is sufficient to take us where we need to go and to build the kind of world that we aspire to build. Humanism essentially has deified humanity. And that is the predominant philosophy of the Western world today. It's the predominant philosophy that is communicated in every public school classroom 
throughout the country and, and throughout the Western world, humanism is, is the primary philosophy. And along with that, you have materialism. And, and not simply materialism like we would think of it in consumeristic kinds of, you know, people are materialistic, but more materialism in the sense that the material is all there is. In other words, there's no spiritual. There's nothing spiritual behind the scenes, like I'm saying. Materialism would say, no, no, no. The whole, the universe is just a material thing. There's no spiritual component to it. Men and women are just material beings. They have no soul. They have no spirit. We're just like machines. That's materialism. That's a dominant view today. And then there's hedonism. Hedonism is the idea that pleasure is the ultimate objective of life. That it's all about pleasing yourself, living for pleasure. The narcissism is similar, except narcissism is more directly related to self-love. And all of these things are basically forms of idolatry. So in society, we see that Satan is very much at work. And when you listen to these ideas, these philosophies, you know, especially the materialism one, and they're all connected. Humanism is essentially materialistic. But, you know, when, when you have people today telling us that you're, you're just a, um, a, like a biological machine, your thoughts, your feelings, and so forth don't really matter. They're all just a series of chemical reactions. And... There really is no right or wrong or anything like that because you think certain things are right because that's what your chemicals in your brain are telling you, but somebody else's chemicals in their brain are telling them something else. People believe that. People promote that. But when you stop and think about it, you think, oh, this is, how could people think that? There, there's a form of insanity that results from these materialistic philosophies. But these aren't things that the human mind alone has generated. The human mind has been assisted by the devil. See, he's that great evil mastermind planting a lot of these thoughts and ideas in the minds of people. So we see his work in society that way. But there's another thing that I need to point out as well, and I mentioned it previously, but just to come back to it, Jesus said regarding Satan that he was a murderer from the beginning. And wherever we see the prevalence of murder in a, in a society, again, you know that the devil is at work. Going back to the Job story, that I referred to a few moments ago. There's, there's another aspect to what happened in, in Satan's attack against Job. There was the, the natural thing, the fire from God, the, the lightning storm, the, the wind. But then there were marauding bands of Sabaeans and Chaldeans, two different occasions, where they raided Job's goods and they killed his servants with the sword. And it is clear from the text that they were stirred up by Satan. Satan stirred them up to do that. 
For the month of January, Back to Basics Radio is offering a book titled Out of the Black Shadows by Stephen Longu with Ann Coombs. Abused, abandoned, empty, and angry. This is a story of many youth in our culture today. And it's also the beginning of the story of the life of Stephen Lungu, a young African man turned terrorist during a time of political and social unrest in Africa. In his book, Out of the Black Shadows, Stephen Lungu shares his testimony of being abused by his father, abandoned by his mother, rejected by family, to ultimately finding inner healing, peace, reconciliation, and true purpose through Jesus. If you want to be inspired by the transformation and healing God can produce in a life, you need to get this month's resource from Back to Basics. The book, Out of the Black Shadows by Stephen Lungu with Ann Coombs, is our gift to say thank you for your donation to Back to Basics. So we encourage you to call us right now at 1-800-733-6443 or visit us online at backtobasicsradio.com. We'd also like to remind you that all of our other resources are waiting for you at backtobasicsradio.com or by calling our request line at 1-800-733-6443. That's 1-800-733-6443. Our desire is to encourage you in your daily walk with God. We'll continue tomorrow with more valuable insights from Pastor Brian as we study together in the book of Ephesians. Back to Basics is the preaching and teaching ministry of Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, California.